Hi everyone, you're very welcome to Holy Trinity. Uh, my name is Rob and I'm the rector in the parish and yeah, it's great to have you all here. We are going to take an opportunity to feed back on our weekend away. We had a really busy weekend, uh, church's family, and an opportunity to share with you guys what went on, because I know what it's like when you weren't there, and actually it was a very important time, and you might be coming along to the church for a couple of weeks or a couple of months, or you might be coming for longer than that, but this is an opportunity to get a sense of what the weekend away was like. I'm sorry about my voice, guys. Um, I had a wedding yesterday, and um, I just got up out of bed there a few hours ago. It was a late night. So we, we had a great wedding yesterday, so I hope you can hear me okay, church's family. So yeah, we were away at this, this weekend, and it's a very hard thing to do to organize a church weekend away because lives are so busy and we have so many things going on. But we felt a couple of years ago that it was important to create some space so people could go away together and have an opportunity to connect with each other. And that's actually quite a countercultural thing to do given the life we live in, which is quite individualistic. And you know, even myself, there's so many things going on. But all the feedback we're getting from the weekend away just reminds us how important it is and that we want to do these every year, get as many people as we can away. To such an extent, we as a church help to subsidize the weekend and we give bursaries and we help people get there. There was great family activities. There was great, um, there was talks that were amazing. Well, Dillis's talk was anyway. Um, that was a really good time for me and Dillis actually to really spend communicating with the church and actually hearing about what God was doing in our midst. But I didn't just want you to hear uh, all about what we had been doing or we had been saying. We wanted you to hear from other people as well. And you know, I've been a church leader now in this parish for the guts of seven years. Um, well, actually longer than that. I've been here for, for nine years. Nine years, wow. It feels like seven because it's been amazing. It doesn't feel like nine. But I'll tell you one thing. I was in business before. I worked, um, I traveled a lot and I was in business. And one of the things which has been the hardest to actually work on as a church leader is, is foster and, and help cultivate this sense of, of family in an urban context when life is so busy. And the more I realize, folks, the more I read the Bible and the more I actually strip back religion and strip back all the stuff we've inherited in Ireland, I realize that it comes down to one word, and that word is relationship. And we have to try and create a community where we actually have proximity with each other and actually have relationship with each other. And we've grown up in Ireland. If the opposite of that, I grew up in going to, to like a mass type setting. You went along every Sunday. It was a gathering as opposed to a community. And so we're working hard in that in these weekends away. And we had this section of scripture which was really important to us as we worked through the weekend together. It was a section called Isaiah 55. 
And we looked at three things, probably a couple of words that come up behind me as Ella puts up the slideshow. We looked at, in this context of trying to build a family, trying to build a community, trying to grow in our faith, there's kind of three things which are really important in being countercultural, if you like, in trying to do parish differently, do church differently, do life differently. The first was having this essence of, of, of seeking God, being proactive in our faith, being people who actually weren't um, ones who took a step back, but we actually took a step forward in our faith. And we were, we were ones that would uh, seek God. We are ones that would actively work together in that seeking. And not as in Ireland in many churches is that we sit and, and we receive, which is important too, but actually we are a community that actively seeks. And that seeking is not just on a Sunday, it's throughout the week. And it's in your workplace, your university, uh, it's at home, it's as you seek a job, it's in direct provision, it's wherever you are, there's actually a, an, an act of seeking in that. And I think we have to work hard because we've been brought up the other way, where church is about coming on a Sunday and just receiving, and then the rest of the week is fragmented. We're working hard uh, against that. And the second thing which underpins this seeking is that we are a covenant people. And we are a people that actually are in relationship with God, and through that relationship with Him, we have a covenant with each other, and we have a relationship with each other, which actually is an important aspect. So when we're here, we actually have a covenantial relationship with each other. And that means that church becomes much more about just popping along when you want to, or just, yeah, I think I'll, I'll go there. I feel like that sometimes myself when I lead a church. But it's actively saying, no, these people matter to me, and these people are important to me. These people are my family. And when the church acts as a family and not just a network, when it really is humming like that, this beautiful, diverse family, conflict and all, that's what's attractive to the world. That's when people want to come in and say, you know, I can find a home here, I can find a place here. But this idea of having a covenant with God and with each other is so important. And everyone's welcome into that. Even if you are not a person of faith, even if you are struggling in your faith, whatever background you're from, you're welcome into this community of belonging. And from that, faith develops and grows. And then lastly, we want to be a people of joy and a people who actually uh, celebrate together, and we actually do life together. And life isn't always about celebration. I know at the moment, Justin Dawson's here. His father passed away just uh, earlier in the week, and condolences to you, Justin. But we are a family that seeks God together, is in a covenant, and we actually try and be joyful people. And so we talked about this over the weekend, we, we, we actually listened to talks, we ate together, we, we spent some time together, and you might be listening to this and going, how do I, how do I fit into this? And, and what does this mean for me? Well, I think there's an invitation there to, to go deeper into this community. There's an invitation for you to be a part of it, and a very welcome invitation of that. And that invitation is in the context of family, the most common definition of church in the New Testament. It's not a congregation. It's not a church building. It's not what we might think growing up in Ireland. It's family. 
And that definition of church is like as brothers and sisters. And so that church should, that family should be a place of healing. That family should be a place where we experience unity. And that family should be a place where there's joy and peace. And most of all, that should be a family where there's transformation. And so I was thinking how we would hear a bit about that transformation and how we might have a sense of what this weekend away was about and what the transformation was in people's lives as they sought God as we spent some time together. And so I want to invite forward some people who were on the weekend away to hear from them. So could Rebecca and Nathan and Andrea and George, if you could come up and just love to hear from these guys what Church's family was like uh, from the weekend away. So can we give them a bit of a round of applause and welcome them? So please take a seat. Are those chairs going to be okay there? You're not going to fall over or anything? No, no, I think we're good to go. So, the opportunity to hear what this weekend as away was like, and again, some of us are visiting for the first time, and some of us couldn't go, and that's just the way life is sometimes. But I have some questions for you guys, and I think you've got some of these questions before, but could you tell us uh, what your favorite moment was of the church weekend away? I'm going to start with you and introduce yourself. Would be great. Just put you on the spot there. Good morning. I'm Good Rebecca morning. Horn. Nice to meet you all. See you all. Um, I think my favorite part of the weekend, um, I, did, I wasn't expecting uh, so much time literally around the table with everybody, and I wasn't expecting to have meals together. I think in America, where Nathan and I are from, um, weekend away or retreats are, are busy times, and there's not a lot of time to catch your breath. And so I loved that there was plenty of time to be, because we are human beings and not doings. So I really enjoyed that. Good. How about you, Andrea? Favorite moment? Um, I think for me, there was, there was two things that are kind of linked. One was seeing my little girl um, in our room and so excited about reading through um, Bev had left like what the kids were doing. And she was reading through it, and, and this is happening now, and this is happening now, and this is happening now. And she was so excited, and it made her feel like she was part of the church. Um, and then the other thing which is linked to that was, I thought that the youth, I don't know, is Joe here? Yeah, Joe's there. Um, that the youth on the Saturday night, the games that they did, I just thought it was spectacular. For guys like that are, you know, teenagers, um, to be standing up there in front of everybody and to be, um, to know what they're doing. And again, it was just this idea that we're all in this together, you know. And so from the very little people mm. to the older, they are the two things that really stuck out for Like me. a family. Like a family. Like we had this planned, eh? Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Nathan? What was your highlight, your favorite moment? Um, I think... Two things, if I can have two. Okay. okay once is only a minute each. <laughs> okay. So the first was um, a taste of humble pie. So when you're talking about intergenerational family, I think his, his name is Aramiki. Is it? 
Haruki. 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 Haruki, yes. He walks up to me during the game time and he's like, you want to play this random, obscure British advertising and sitcom trivia game with me? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm going to take you. And we start playing and he literally owned me. Like, I knew nothing. He got every freaking one right. And I was like, this is what family's all about. That was one favorite moment. The second favorite was worshiping in Spanish. Because, because, you know, we, I think one of the things that we always hope for is not just diversity of thought and diversity of generation, but also diversity of ethnicity and language. You know, we, we thrive on that. We love language. And, we, and so I think the opportunity to see your energy and your passion for the Lord was inspiring for us and uh, kind of in a way, even though I didn't know some of the words that we were saying, I, I, we knew some of them, um, you probably more than me. And I think it was amazing for us to be able to worship in another language and really f see the Lord working, see the Lord moving in that, and not just English. Very good. George, favorite moment, swimming? Yeah, we went swimming. Uh, we did an 8 a.m. swim on the first day, which is just me. A sea swim, right? Sea swim, yeah, yeah. proper swimming. Uh, and then we did a uh, 7 a.m. 7 swimming on Sunday morning, which was a bad idea, but it was good fun. And your daughter came, and then a bunch of other people came, and it was good fun. But uh, I will say, um, Haruki must really love board games, because we also played Settlers of Catan. Uh, kid loves games. Uh, you, must, you must not have a TV or something, I don't know. <laughs> um, for me, the, I think the highlight of the weekend was kind of on this Saturday, we had like a kind of broke out into groups and kind of you could hear what people were really kind of passionate about within the church. Um, Dillis quoted someone who I can't remember who she quoted, so I'm gonna say this quote from Dillis, um, of saying, um, you know, church moving from a place of networking to a place of, um, oh shoot, community, boom. Yeah, see, it's her quote. Um, and, no, Dillis Jones. And, <laughs> and, and it was really amazing not seeing the, not just the ideas people came up with, but the, the way in which they presented them with such kind of passion and heart on their sleeve attitude of like, this is what we want, this is what we're, we're after. And um, yeah, it's great because um, as our church kind of grows and changes, I don't know everyone's name, um, but it was really kind of cool mixing those groups and those people together and just kind of really finding out what's going on in here of what they want rather than just the day-to-day -day of like, here's my week, it's been busy, da 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 da, -da so. That was great for me. Great. Another, just when we're with you there, George, one of the other questions we were thinking about is like the, the biggest takeaway. Like it's the purpose of doing this and um, sharing what we did on the weekend away is, well, how do we apply this and what the takeaway was? So what was the biggest takeaway? I'm going to ask you all that question too. Yeah, I had two pizzas on Saturday night. That was my big okay. takeaway. Pepperoni? Yeah, double okay. pepperoni. Okay. Um, yeah, we shared them. Um, uh, Dillis didn't text me that question yesterday, okay. so okay. I've got nothing. So I'm just going to leave it to the pizza. Okay. Yeah. So biggest takeaway, thanks George, that was very helpful. Um, biggest takeaway, guys? Um, for me, again, it was the family thing. Um, it was that it's my family's family. Um, Matthew, my little boy, didn't want to come this year. Not into it at all do a little bit of bribery to get on there. What did you bribe him with? 
it'll be fun, you can go swimming. Okay. <laughs> um, but no, he didn't, he, he really didn't want to go. And, um, but when we got into the car and he was like, I can't believe it's over. Like church weekend shouldn't be a weekend, it should be a week. Um, and so it was, I think it's, it's probably the first time that I really thought this is where my family should be. It's in this church. Um, this, is, this is my family's family. And my kids feel part of this whole community. Um, and, you know, people talk to them and, and all the rest, but they felt so loved um, for Matthew to stand up on, on, Saturday, or on Sunday and to answer a question. That's just phenomenal for him. Mm. Um, so he, he feels so loved. So that's the thing that I'm, I've come out of it is, is this is my family, mm. you know, in the proper sense of the word. Mm. You guys are my brothers and sisters in Christ. Mm. Thanks, Andrea. And you guys, you're newish to the community in Holy Trinity, and there's some people here today in that uh, category, new, and it's great to have you all. Uh, you're new to the community. What was your biggest takeaway, and what would you say to people who... Um, would think about going on this next year or other similar retreats we'll be running. I wrote some thoughts down because I will get talking and not be able to stop, so I'll just read you what I wrote. Um, uh, 90 plus people of all ages and stages enjoying time being together meant a lot to me. Uh, I noticed the range of the ages and stages. There's single people, people with children, without children, extroverts, introverts. Um, teenagers, people who are new and old and have been here for a long time, all sorts of different people from all around the world. And Some Colombians? That's right. <coughs> Venezuelans. Venezuelans. <laughs> Scott Evans. But I think, it, I think it, what I took away is that Holy Trinity seems to know how to celebrate differences and not just make one type of people. So the invitation of Isaiah 55 to come is a continual one, to come as you are, come with your differences, uh, to come in the stage of loving God and to come with a hard heart, come like there's room at the table for you. And I thought that that was a big takeaway for me. And another thing is I was looking up at the stained glass and we noticed there's a ton of different colors and there's all sorts of little pieces and little parts and shapes, and that's all of us. The design is actually not for the stained glass to look um, like one thing. It's designed actually to show the diversity and to show the beauty, and, it, and it's in the frame to show the unity. And I think that that was a takeaway for me we all are very different, and the thing that unites us is the most important thing that we have in common, which is Jesus, so, and our love for him, but more so his love for us. Thank you, that's great. Nathan? I mean, being new here, two months in, um, you know, anyone just wants to feel like part of a family or welcomed, and so whether it was Charles and Malthea giving us a ride and us spending the day with them and just like having a wonderful time, or um, Dorothy teaching us a little bit about the stages of the cross, because we didn't know what that was. Um, <laughs> um, or, you know, just different people sitting down next to us, taking the initiative to, to share a, a glass of wine or a plate of food with us and just get to know us and ask us a lot of questions. It was just really nice. And I think for me, as an introvert, one of the most loving things that you all could have done is nobody came up to me, like, 
when I was like, all right, it's 8.30, time to peace out, it's my bedtime. Um, <laughs> nobody came up the next morning and was like, where were you last night, you know? So it wasn't intense in any way. It was just like a really healthy balance of activity together, but also rest and alone time that I think I needed and I think both of us needed, so. Excellent, so last question just quickly. Um, were there any challenges then that as you, as you come back, uh, personal challenges, things that you feel you need to implement? Did you get this text, George? No, I can make this okay. one up. Okay, Andrea. <laughs> uh, I'll take it on. Okay, take it, do it. Challenges. Yeah. Um, I think just getting to know everyone more in, in this in this church better, um, and kind of less of a hey, let's go out for lunch and talk about TV shows, um, which I can still do um, all day long, uh, but more kind of getting here a little bit earlier on, on a Sunday, staying a little bit later, and just kind of chatting through through people's kind of like lives a little bit more because there is that hunger in this church to do that. Mm. Um, and I feel like a lot of us Sundays, Riv Church being at the time it is, it's very much like in the middle of the day and we gotta run out and gotta see friends and family and all this sort of stuff later on. But trying to kind of slow it down a little bit and kind of actually kind of meet people where they are. Mm. I'll be at the back for questions later. Okay, perfect. Don't talk to me. Okay, <laughs> introvert. Andrea, challenges you're gonna apply or you wanna share? Um, for me, I think it's, if I, if I believe that this is my family, and if I believe that um, that I'm in the right place, um, and if I believe in God's promises to me, mm. then um, I have a bit of work to do. Like my mum would say that I could work for the FBI. Um, I'm unbelievably um, secretive. <laughs> I don't really share anything with anybody. Like ask my husband. Um, I really am, and so um, I had great chats with people over the weekend, and I came back on Monday going, wow, I've actually spoken to people and spoken to people properly. Um, but that means that for me, I have to trust God that, um, I have to trust God in it, because it's something that I find very difficult, but it's also that I have to trust my family, and I have to trust that God is working in them as well, um, and that, you know, that, that, that they have a love for me as much as I love them. Mm. So that's, um, that's something that I have to, to, to work on. But again, it's just this whole idea of that we really are brothers and sisters. Like, it's blown my mind this week, mm. you know. Um, I don't know, maybe I'm just a bit slow off the mark. But. No, you're not. That was really articulate. Thank you, Andrea. You guys? Um, I think God is growing me in seeing children as a blessing and not a burden. And being together... Um, in all different ages and seeing them happily play or so is it Sophie or Sophia's birthday? Sophia, yeah. Sophia. Sophie, Sophie. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why that meant so much to me, but it just did. And um, we celebrated Sophie's birthday at the weekend away. Yeah. Girl, yeah. And uh, it was just really special. And yeah. I think it's important to see. I think I have been traditionally in a church background where kids have been really quickly separated and and the sermons maybe have had the audience of an adult in mind and the, even the songs and I just think it's such a beautiful thing that Jesus always said for the children to come to him mm. and that he always um, invited their their praise you know from the lips of babes um, he would be praised so it just meant a lot to me to see both children and teenagers and young people um, 
alongside folks who have lived a little longer, um, worshiping together and being together as a family. So that meant a lot. Oh, so, so you now like children, is that what I'm hearing you say? No, okay. it's a challenge to me to, <laughs> it's, I forgot the question. No, it's a, <laughs> sorry Rebecca, I shouldn't have, I was, that, was, that was mean, that was sorry. Well, sorry. to be fair, to be fair, you know, in, in, in the United States, most often, you know, where individuality is celebrated and singleness is celebrated, um, you, you are taught at a young age, I feel like sometimes that children are a burden and they're, and they're not a blessing. And there's no good reason to have children, you know, because why would you want to be tied down like that, which is hor horrific. And so I think our, the beauty of the integration of children mm. into the, the service and, you know, giving them a sense of ownership over part of the, the service, like they got up and read and, and sang and like, that is, um, it's very counterculture in many ways in and of itself. And so I think you know, we both kind of were in awe of that and kind of, yeah. I know what you were saying, yeah. Even if Rob didn't, it's fine. No, I do. I, uh... <laughs> I know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Okay, will we sing our last song then? No. <laughs> so, Nathan, do you want to finish Fair it enough. up then with any challenges yourself? Yeah, it's the challenge that I have for myself and then I would have for everybody here is take the next step. Mm. Like. It's easy to go on a weekend away, sign up, be in a hotel room, go eat really good food and meet great people and do all of that. But like, what is the next step? What is it, where does it go from here? So what does it look like to, to reach across to the aisle to somebody else, um, to invite somebody over for dinner, invite somebody out for lunch or tea, or you know, get to know them or sit down, or you know, just taking that next step and that next action. Everybody has a story. Everybody has their burdens. Everybody has their sin that they struggle with, and everybody has something to share. Um, that's personal to them. And so it's, it's sharing, being willing to share, but it's mm. also being willing to reach out to somebody, take the next step, you know, continue to you know, build that relationship with people um, so that it's not just a one and done thing. Um, you know, it's, it's not just like, oh, I went on a great weekend away and now it's over and mm. I'm gonna go back to my normal routine. Mm. It's, it's kind of uncomfortable, mm. especially for somebody like me, very uncomfortable to reach out to somebody to say, say like, do you wanna go get a coffee or a tea? So, like, taking, getting out of our comfort zones and taking that next step. Mm. I think we're on the same level. <laughs> I think, I hope, as we just close out our time uh, with our final song, is that, like, we're really in a bit of a transition. I know Sunday, today, a lot of us are away after the wedding, but we are recording this. But we really are a transition in our church where we could just keep going and, have a nice little network and have three services and it'll all be fine and you know talk about giving from time to time and we talk about this and we talk about that but to be a family that actually impacts not just the city but the whole of Ireland and you're thinking like how is that going to happen but as the church has failed in this country um, we have an opportunity to invite the vulnerable and the lonely into our families and from that place encourage a flourishing life uh, in the life of Jesus. And so this is a newsletter we have that we've printed off and I'd love you to take it because it's encouraging church's family. I've written something about what this actually means. There's loads of touch points for the things that Nathan was talking about to actually engage during the week. And it does take a choice because something has to give for something to start. And you only get out what you give in, I think. That's a real lesson of life. 
And so there's one thing I want to point your attention to, though, and that is on the 18th of May, we're having the first ever parish gala dinner. We're going to have about 120 people. We're going to book, I don't know where yet, but a restaurant or maybe the university club in Dublin, in the centre. We're going to have about 100 of us there with a guest speaker. We're going to have dinner together, a chance to actually spend some time. Uh, and there's others as well, like the prayer course, Ash Wednesday, the Bible studies, and then if any of us can ever help any of you, if you're new or you've been here for years, there's the team and there are their contact details. So please don't leave this on the pew. Take it. It's actually the invitation and the opportunity to connect in and take the next step. So I'd love us just to pray before we sing, before we close at our time. Thank you so much, you guys. George, for your preparation was amazing. Uh, no, thank you, Andrea. Thank you, Rebecca and Nathan. Thank you to all these guys. Can we give them a round of applause? I think it's been helpful. Yeah, do you want to go down? And, uh, uh,